Welcome to the Shorenstein Center Media and Politics Podcast, a program highlighting key voices in the intersection of media, politics, and public policy. On this episode of the podcast, we interview Jackie Carms, a Spring 2015 Joan Shorenstein Fellow, about her newly published discussion paper, They Don't Give a Damn About Governing, Conservative Media's Influence on the Republican Party. Jackie Carms is a national correspondent for the New York Times, and during her time at the Shorenstein Center, she examined the increasing influence of conservative media on the Republican Party's agenda. In this podcast, she introduces the themes of the paper, including thoughts from Republican leaders on how today's conservative media now shapes the agenda of the party, pushing it to the far right, at the expense of its ability to govern and pick presidential nominees. I took this opportunity to look at conservative media and wasn't really sure what it was beyond Rush Limbaugh and National Review and was actually surprised at how much there is to conservative media and that became a point of my paper. My research is that there's been this proliferation of conservative media in the internet age uh, where you have not only the recognizable talk radio hosts who have such influence like Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh but you and they've also gone on to the internet and they do podcasts and live streaming and so you don't have to make an appointment with a radio show anymore um, but also a lot a number of new actors have come into uh, conservative media through just setting up internet sites it's been a great sort of leveler and um, and then the old uh, standbys like National Review Magazine, which dates to the mid-50s, have also gone online. So you have NRO, National Review Online. Um, and, and so the upshot of this is, though, that a lot of the new actors and then again the, the familiar talk radio hosts and those who are big on the local level are much more um, militantly conservative than they used to be or maybe the way to put it is their anti-establishment Republican Party. And uh, so that was a, you know, came to be that through actually just my research that I both deal with the proliferation and with the fact that these people as a group are pushing the party farther to the right, preventing it from moderating as the leaders would like to do, and um, having a real, um, according to the Republicans themselves, and uh, the leadership that is, and a negative influence on their ability to govern. Here Jackie explains why she chose this topic as the focus of her discussion paper. What led me to this topic was uh, serendipitous, which is the best kind of way to come to a topic, was I was having lunch with former Senate Majority Leader Trent Lott, the Republican from Mississippi, whom I'd known actually since I was in college in the late 70s and I had a brief time where I wrote for his newspaper uh, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And so when I came and I was covering Congress, he was in the House and then he was in the Senate and he was a leader in both places. So we had a sort of, you know, lunch for old time's sake in January and he happened to mention to me that he, you know, and Trent Lott was a real conservative in his time and a sort of a rebellious conservative for the Republican establishment. Now he's the, he's considered establishment himself. And he said what the party needs to do is to moderate some, to move center right 
And, um, and I interjected sort of like Democrats did and the Labor Party in Britain in the 90s and, and back in the late 80s. Uh, and he said, exactly. He said, but the problem is we can't do that because unlike the Democrats or the Labor Party, we have this conservative media. And the minute we do anything to moderate, they jump all over us and get the base of the party all riled up. And so it occurred to me that that would be a good thing to explore because I was surprised by what he said. I, you know, that somebody who had been in a leadership position, continues to be a party strategist, thinks that this media has such power that they can prevent the party leaders from doing what they, moderating to the extent they think they need to. We asked Jackie if she discovered anything surprising during her research. A couple surprises were that, first was that there is so much conservative media out there. I looked into the history of conservative media and it really dates sort of as a collective sort of world to the post-World War II era and a, a sort of reaction to the Franklin Delano Roosevelt's New Deal and, and the expansionist uh, U.S. foreign policy after World War that continued after World War II, and it was it, they were opposed to that. But it was a really fairly small world, and it operated on the periphery of the Republican Party. So number one, I was surprised by just how much conservative media there is, thanks to the internet. And the second surprise was how willing Republican leaders and sort of rank. Uh, operatives and strategists in the Republican Party were to talk about it and talk about it on the record as a, as a sort of negative influence in their party in that it keeps it you know not only pushes the party farther to the right than they'd like it to be but keeps them from moderating keeps them from being able to compromise when they need to so you have these things like government shutdowns or threatened government shutdowns threatened defaults on the US debt uh, inability to pass you know, bills that are supposed to be passed at, as a basic function of government and taking positions that a lot of the Republican uh, powers that be think are harmful to the party, which is things like being so strongly opposed to gay rights, uh, which is turning off a lot of young people, or being opposed to the extent they are to any action to um, address climate change. So. Those were, the, I guess, two surprises, just how big the conservative media world is and how negative an influence the Republican Party leadership thinks that is. We then asked Jackie if she thinks there are any left-wing or liberal-leaning media organizations or personalities that have equivalent influence on the Democratic Party's agenda. Well, especially being someone who's currently from the New York Times, it was absolutely essential that I address that question of, well, okay, there's this conservative media that has this influence on the Republican Party. Is, isn't there something parallel on the left that, that exerts such influence on the Democratic Party? And, um, you know, people like to think Rush Limbaugh has his equivalent in, say, uh, Rachel Maddow or MSNBC and Fox or, you know, uh, National Review and, um, you know, Mother Jones, let's say, on the left. But the fact is that both Republicans I talked to and a few Democrats, because for this paper and this research I talked mostly to Republicans, but there was broad agreement that there is nothing equivalent on the left. There are, are those forces that I just named uh, uh, on the left, but 
they don't have, there isn't as many of them, and they don't have the influence on the Democratic Party, certainly, that um, these conservative media do on a daily basis in Congress and in the presidential nominating process. And um, I think the reason that people gave me for that, and this includes academics as well who have looked at this question of left and right media, is that liberals don't tend to look to media for their guidance. They're more involved in groups like labor unions or environmental groups or groups like Move On. And uh, that's how they exert their activism. And uh, conservatives, on the other hand, have been sort of primed, conservative activists, since that World War II period when conservative media started uh, growing in magazines uh, and and some talk radio and a little bit of TV way back to the 50s that they, their conservative voters were led by their distrust, their feeling that all media, the establishment media, mainstream media, whatever you want to call it, are liberal. And so they needed an alternative. And, you know, they might argue that there is no similar media on the left because the left has the mainstream media. Of course, I, as a longtime mainstream media reporter, would disagree that we're leftists, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> the 2016 election season is now firmly underway. We asked Jackie to explain how the conservative media influences the presidential primary elections. Conservative media has a huge impact in the Republican presidential primary process, but they do uh, have less influence than they might have, but for the sheer uh, reason that, the simple reason that they never seem to coalesce around a candidate. And in part, that may be because Republicans have had so many candidates in the recent um, uh, races for president. Um, For instance, in 2008, uh, they didn't have a particular candidate. A lot of them liked Mike Huckabee, but then others liked someone else. Uh, They seem, but the one thing they seem to do that gives them influence is they seem to know who it is they don't want. And in 2008, that was John McCain. And in 2012, it was Mitt Romney. Now, you can tell by those names that they don't ultimately pick winners because both of those men, despite conservative media, was able to get the nomination. But where their influence is, as Republicans in the establishment were only too willing to point out to me, is that they win by setting the agenda for the nominee, by pushing those nominees so far to the right that they take positions that then come back to haunt them in the general election. And just the one most recent and and clear example of that is Mitt Romney, when he was running for president, and it was early in the nomination race, he tried to get to the right of conservatives like Rick Perry and a couple others who were very um, much more you know, tolerant of immigration reforms, say, than the Republican base. So Mitt Romney went very far right on immigration and took the position that came to be known, you know, calling on Latinos and others who were here without documentation to self-deport. And this was a really uh, damaging position, it turned out, in November of 2012. He got the lowest number of Latino votes of any Republican uh, a fewer, about one out of four Latinos only. And um, it, it was a big factor, enough so that this is why the Republican leadership now 
really would like their nominee to take a more mainstream position, a more a compromise, and, and be for comprehensive immigration reform. And But as we've seen, it's not working in conservative media because, again, for 2016, they don't agree on a candidate, but they do agree they don't want Jeb Bush. And why? Because Jeb Bush is for immigration reform. Finally, Jackie explained what she hopes will be the key takeaways from her paper for readers and particularly fellow journalists. People, including people, my fellow journalists who, who cover politics should be aware, if they aren't already, of the extent uh, of influence that conservative media have over the day-to-day actions of the Republican Party, the influence they have over individual members of Congress, you know, that there are, for instance, local talk radio figures who are as powerful in their own region as say Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh are nationally and that these people are not only on radio but they're on Twitter and Facebook and they're writing columns for sites like uh, uh, townhall.com, breitbart.com and and, and it is, they are having a real influence that you can point to uh, as I tried to in my paper that the, you know, attempted coup against John Boehner as speaker and the whole fight that went into a second month over spending for Homeland Security and uh, that got tied up by conservatives into uh, uh, immigration policies, so holding, the, holding the Homeland Security spending hostage to the, uh, their opposition to President Obama's immigration policies. So I, I guess that's a takeaway because I wasn't myself aware, uh, so fully aware of just how, how much media there is and how influential they were day to day. You can read Jackie Calm's full paper by visiting shorensteincenter.org and clicking on research. Thanks for listening to the Shorenstein Center Media and Politics Podcast. Music provided by extrememusic.com.